0: Let's go, girls.
1: From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. We
2: are here today, and we've got such a great show. We're going to be talking about near-death experiences, and we're going to be talking to Dr. PMH Atwater, who wrote, she wrote 10 books, but she wrote one book that profoundly changed my life that explained to me what happened. And Linda, you know, a lot of these near-death experiences happen to people, and they don't realize the after-effects.
3: No, absolutely, and that's why I think this show is going to be so important, because there's a lot of people that don't understand some of the things that are happening to them in their lives, and they think that either they're, they've gone crazy, or that they're the only person in the world that's experiencing that, and I believe, as someone who is, I don't believe has had a near-death experience, but I, I think that it's time that every, we've got to help these people, It's, it's time so that they know that they're, they're not, Alone, there's hundreds of thousands of people, or perhaps more. Dr. Atwater can tell us that have gone through it, and I think there has to be a place that that they can talk to somebody that that, that's been through it and understand it. And you know, that I hope that this show will help the people that are not sure of what's going on in their lives um, to make it to make it less scary for them and to really embrace it because I think it's a wonderful gift to have.
2: Well, it is, and you know, I think of Dr. Atwater's book and how profoundly it changed my life to understand what happened to me after, because I really thought there was something wrong with me, and when I got Dr. Atwater's book, I I devoured it, and Dr. Atwater, are you on with us right now?
4: Yeah, I sure am. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. Thank welcome. you for
2: talking and talking. This is great. <laughs> You know, we we we've been on the air together before, and you know, I I devoured your first book, the blue cover. What is it, dying to live or dying to
4: dying to know, uh, you. Dying to know you? Proof of God in the near death
0: experience.
2: Is I that have it? bought no less than twenty copies to give to people who have had this experience because it demystified so much of what happened to me after my own experience. And we have Fred from New York on with us today, also a gigantic fan of your work. And we have so many questions for you. I'm so, so glad you're here today.
4: (laughs) Well, me too.
2: (laughs) So how many people have this experience? Like Fred had his, his, his NDE in, in the birth process. I actually had mine giving birth. So I was at the other end of the spectrum. And no, I didn't give birth. <laughs> um, but how many people actually have this type of experience?
4: Well, they estimate between 4 to 5% of the, of the standard population throughout the world. So we're talking millions and millions and millions of people. In the United States, it's thought to be oh, somewhere around 15 million or more. It's, it's just, um, and it's growing more and more because of our new electronic devices, you know, in the hospital, uh, your ER, ER crews. They're bringing back more and more people. So, yeah, a lot of people are having these. And that includes, by the way, babies. That also includes um, people still in the womb. Um, in my book, um, uh, The New Children and Near-Death Experiences, the frontest piece was written by John Leona. He had his near-death experience inside his mother's vagina as he wow. was being born. You know, Dr. Outwater, I am so glad
3: that you're saying that because um, we'll introduce you to Fred um, in a moment, and and that was Fred's experience. But Fred would have never known that if his mother hadn't said that she that 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 happened, and it didn't happen until all, to to way far along, to almost when his when his mother was um, was couple of months before she passed away but you know that's really interesting because you know pe- you know an adult an adult can can know but a baby doesn't know yeah, and, a little and, child yeah that's right and and then they wonder you know why they're different and it causes all sorts of problems that probably would be explained if if parents would just have that experience but of course if it happens in the womb you're <laughs> the mother's <laughs> not even going to know
4: Well, what I'm finding with the little ones, up to about five, six years of age, is that they tend to uh, bond to the other side, not this side. Therefore, Ah. you know, they love their families, but they're not bonded to them. It's like they don't belong to their family. It's like they're alien. It's like they they feel like they're from another planet.
3: Oh, wow. Um,
4: uh, So they have bonded to the other side, not this side. And it causes a lot of challenges with the little ones that adults do not face. For that reason, I have started another research project. Um, It will be um, the most in-depth research on little ones between womb and the age of five that's ever been done. And I'm I'm working on it now. I've been working on it for two years. Um, Probably be another year to go but if um, your friend here ha- had one in the womb or uh, in the womb experience, if he wants to get on my um, website get, um, uh, or or even my email and get a hold of me, I could still tuck him into the study if he wants to be in it
3: well it 's really interesting because you you'll be able, hopefully Fred 's still on the line. it looks like we 're having some technical difficulties but um yeah, uh, I had all kinds he, of technical difficulties before I and got here. you know news. what? He can <laughs> see you in person because he's going to the conference um, in Arizona where you're speaking in in about oh, ten days. Oh, okay. Colorado, so, okay. Colorado.
5: And, oh, in Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Yes.
4: That's uh, this coming weekend. Not this weekend, but the next. The weekend. next
3: weekend. That's yeah. right. You know, he, you are his new hero, and he just <laughs> uh, he talks about you all the time. So, Fred, th- go. You know, take it away. If you have a question for Dr. Atwater, you know, fire.
5: I just might get uh, a little emotional uh because I didn't even know this happened to me till recently.
6: Yeah. And
5: and uh I these lovely women that I've known for uh, a while and Linda I've known for decades she introduced me to Sandra and we were out to dinner one night and she recommended and gave me your book as a gift and I've read so many of your books um I'd have to look at them and I have to thank you.
4: Ah, oh, bless you. Well, right now, before you go any further, you get on my website, www.pmhatwater.com, at water dot com. Just pmh On the home page, there is a special section just for you. It's called NDE After Effects. And anybody who's had a near death experience or thinks uh that they might have had one. You want to get in that because I call it first aid for experiencers. And so there, there's the the main first aid, the main clues, the main advice that you need right away. Um, certainly, uh, my book Near Death Experiences. The rest of the story will be helpful to you. The big book of near death experiences might also be very helpful for you uh but i would also recommend uh my latest which comes from my third near death experience see i'm one of you <laughs> and and that's called a manual for developing humans
3: yes I and i
4: that really book. want anybody and everybody to get a hold of that manual um because it's not like any other manual or book you've ever re- ever read It has a fifth dimensional format. It has everything you need, the basics on how to be a full human being, how to be a full person.
2: You know, we talk about being a whole person, and one of the things that I found, especially as I get older, is part of being a whole person is also taking care of my nutrition. And this is right in alignment with our sponsor today, and I want to take a moment to talk to you about That's It Fruit Bars. These are these super amazing fruit bars, and though you might think I'm just promoting them for my show, the truth is I bought these bars long before they came to Powered Up Talk Radio. And I did this because they're made with just fruit and fruit. That's it. Just fruit and fruit. No fat, no preservatives, no added sugar. They're non-GMO and they're gluten-free. And that makes them all natural, kosher, vegan, and raw food friendly. I don't like to put junk in my body and I don't want to put junk in my kids and I really don't want to give my dad anything because he's 83 and on a restricted diet and if I put junk into him we pay the price. He can get dizzy, he can get sick so knowing that I can give my dad or my kids or eat myself one of these fruit bars that just have fruit and fruit I know what I'm getting. Now I keep them in my minivan I keep them in my purse because anytime the kids or I or my dad want a sweet snack, like before or after baseball or during soccer breaks, they're handy. And they don't get all gross like some bars do in the California heat. And then they get fine in the cold. So I'm really happy with these bars. And they have 4 grams of fiber per serving. That really helps everybody stay regular. Now... You can find out more about these and get some for yourself at That'sItFruit.com and enter the code POWEREDUP, like Powered Up Talk Radio, and get 10% off any order today. See, if you care about your body and your kids and your family, and you want a product that enhances a healthy lifestyle, that can take care of our body as we go through this world, that's it is it it's one of those treats you can feel good about you can use them for breakfast you can throw them at your kids when they're getting cranky and they will eat them and I do need to let you know the first time my kids tried it they were a little like hmm because they don't They're not a candy bar, and they're not some of these health bars that pass off as a health bar when they're really a candy bar. So give it a try. It might be a little different at first. It'll taste a little chewy, but the nice thing is it's got a good mouthfeel. It actually tastes like you had fruit and not some sticky gummy candy. Uh, You can get them at Whole Foods, Starbucks, CVS, if you're like me. A busy mom with a bunch of hungry kids in your van? Head to that'sitfruit.com and you can load up on a bulk box. Again, it's that'sitfruit.com. Enter promo code PoweredUp and get 10% off a bulk order. You'll be glad you did. Now we're going to get back to PM Atwater, and you can find out more about her just by going to Amazon. She's got tons of books about the near-death experience. So let's get back to PMA.
4: Um, You know, in ancient times, Hugh, H-U, was considered to be the sound of the tone of God. So anyone that was human was a God-man, God-woman. So if you're fully yourself, if you're fully all that you can be, guess what? You're God in the making.
1: We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
0: That many prospective college students work under the management of handlers? A tutor helps with SAT preparation, while a consultant concocts the perfect resume to present to colleges. They say the closest people ever come to perfection is on their resume. But college admission staffs aren't so bubbleable. That means gullible when it comes to sorting out students' qualifications. What's another word for a person with enough education to go to college? A 10 The graduation cap was initially a hood and is believed to date back to the Celtic times when Druid priests wore capes and hoods to symbolize their intelligence.
6: It's Marching
4: Day.
0: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
6: Secret cuisines and sacred rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Venka Tachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velasi's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, in Science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. We're back
1: with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
2: Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, Dr. Atwater, and Fred from New York, and we are talking about near-death experiences. We're going to talk about future memory. We're going to talk about brain shifts. We're going to talk about all sorts of great things that happen uh, because of the near death experience, and I know I've experienced it. Fred's experienced it. Dr. Atwater, she's our triple header. She's experienced it three times. And I just have a quick question before I go over to Fred. Dr. Atwater, Linda always says like she's never had a near death experience, but I wonder because of some of the, the some of the things that she shares with me. How do you know? If you've had a near-death experience, if you don't have any cognitive memory of it, or some something you can hang your hat on, like a traumatic birth or a drowning, you know, like Fred, who had this when he was being born and and learned it after the fact from a family member, how do you how do you know what happened to you? Are there warning signs? Are there there clues that lead you in that you might have had this
4: experience, even though you well, don't remember it? One of the first things I look for is the after effects. Always the after effects. And that will give you a big clue. How the person is living their life, um, how they think, how they talk, how they speak, the kind of things that are happening to them in their life. Um, Again, um, that gives me clues, and, and then I I, I I do the before and after, you know, if we can possibly get to a before and and what w- they were like before they started feeling a little different, and then and then you know, we look at the after effects. Uh, um, but a lot of you know a lot of children have no way to know if anything happened or if it did, something like a drowning or high fever. A choking, rough stuff with with their siblings. You, you know, sibling um, siblings can fight, can hit each other in the head, um, can really be abusive to each other. So I, I take a look at sometimes at that and see if there was a moment or um, an incident that um, might have been a dividing line. Um, in that, uh, their behavior before versus their behavior after. So there's lots of clues. Um, in ch- with children, you want to get um, the new children and near-death experiences. That, that's an in-depth study of 277 child experiencers. And, of course, now I'm doing yet another one, but, you know, even younger still. If you want to look at adults, then certainly the big book of near-death experiences, near-death experiences, the rest of the story, all of these are, are, are really good, um, sound um, uh, ways where you can really look at not only the research and the stories, but, but see if it really speaks to you. Wow. I have, I have a, a
3: quick question, and then we're going to go to Fred, because I know he's got a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> Jumping in it, a bit. <laughs> it, it, Is it possible,
5: you
3: know, to, <laughs> possible to, um, that you could have had a near-death experience in another lifetime and bring that forward into this one?
4: I haven't seen that yet, so I can't answer.
3: Okay. I, I I don't know. It just popped into my head. Um, yeah. Well, it's an interesting thought, but I, you know, there's no way I can I can right, push so that. The, with any so honesty. the closest you could be is that maybe you had a, a, a an NDE in the womb, um, and then nobody would actually know about it. But and you can't compare the behavior to before and after because it just was
4: invariably with children. If they have it in the womb, they'll. The, um, they bring forward some of that. Mm. Uh, and and yes. I find that with most of them. They'll bring forward either questions or thoughts. Uh, if you get the big book of near-death experiences, um, there's a section in that book called Womb with a View. <laughs> and that's <laughs> the name it. it. Because love what it. we're finding is that from about seven months in utero on, these kids come in remembering what their parents said, hearing wow. what their parents said, maybe seeing what was going on in the, in their environment. Um, so they bring a lot of that information in with them. Um, yeah. <laughs> for parents, I say to them, um, this is what I call an oops, <laughs> an oops mm-hmm. event. <laughs> because your kids can come come in remembering a conversation you had with your husband. Wow, and exciting. especially if it was a violent one yeah. or, or an emotional one, or you know, let, yeah. let's say the, the mother's father died and she's upset. Yeah, uh, they'll yeah. come in knowing this.
3: Yes, and and even you know, even if they haven't had a, an NDE in the womb, I I, I mean. I, yeah, they're attached to their mother. Anyway. They, don't yeah. they have to? They can feel the mother's emotions as as they're yes. in there for yeah. nine months. I mean, it's got to affect the char- the baby. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, Fred, take it away.
5: <laughs> well, I just have a. Yeah, I have uh, just a question. It's almost uh, Sandra and I have discussed it a few times. We almost uh, call it our version of, for lack of a better term, is like a timestamp where. Uh, I will have a, a very vivid dream. Um, like the one I was just explaining to her was I was waking up, I was using a rest bathroom and I was walking down the hallway with my hands up because uh, they want to turn on lights to wake up my two older brothers. And I was heading toward big windows that were overlooking an ocean. And I was on vacation with my two older brothers. And if you knew me, when I woke up, this had no context in reality. There's no way I would be on vacation with my two older brothers in an Oceanfront Condo, and there's no way I wouldn't turn on the light, worry about waking them up. And there was nothing about it that was uh, based in my life or in my family's life. But or after that, my mom. Or that happened? Well, this is the funny part when my uh, my mom and my mom passed and my brothers and I found out that my parents had rental condos in Florida and we had to settle the estate. I flew down there with my two older brothers and we stayed <laughs> Here we in go. A, And I used the restroom and I woke up one night and one of my there was a two bedroom and I was sleeping on the couch and I didn't want to turn the lights on to wake up my brothers, so I put my hands up <laughs> that's, and, and I went, oh, my God, this is, I already did this. Oh, you're
4: going to love the book,
5: Future Memory. Um,
4: I, that is just, that when is it, one, How does
5: that happen? It's all the time, of, <laughs> quite often.
4: That is one of the after effects. That's part of the pattern of after effects, is okay. that many near-death experiencers, child or adult, adult will have the um will have future memory episodes where they will live the future before the future occurs. And they live it um completely in detail. I mean it's not just a a quick flash or something like deja vu. No, it's in detail. they they they, uh, they live through it in detail and then later on maybe a year later, maybe a week or a day later. Um, In your case, quite quite a bit of time later. They actually actually go through it. They actually do what they've already lived. And that's why I spent an entire book called Future Memory talking about this and kind of um, sort of playing with Or coming up with clues as to what I think is really going on in the brain, what is going on in the nervous system, what is going on in our mind and our soul, our consciousness, subconscious, superconscious, all parts of us, um,
3: uh,
4: as to how that has changed for us, how we operate differently afterward.
5: It changes everything. (laughs) Yeah. And to read that in your book is just very, um, and not being able to explain that or discuss that, but to read about that in your book has been uh, (laughs) really fascinating and enlightening. And I I realized that, you know, I have no uh, issue with grounding. I'm a pretty grounded person, uh, but I think because I've experienced this and I had a close family that I never felt ostracized. Uh, I never discussed these events outside the family. You
4: were just simply uh, different.
5: Yeah, but just wired completely differently. And I, I it's, it's wonderful to read. But what's interesting, as I've been reading your book and sort of integrating more and more that I've learned and i become okay with it, other things are happening with like sounds and smells and right, uh, right. Um, it's sort mean- of like everything's merging. Like I was telling Linda this morning at the gym I, or maybe with somebody else where I was in the bathtub with candles lit at like 2 in the morning in a condo all by myself. My dog wasn't even there and I was underwater with earplugs in my ears and I could feel sound. I could feel this little 80-pound girl upstairs who was using her restroom, um, and it sounded like dinosaurs.
2: Fred, I need to take us to commercial break, Dr. Atwater. We're here today with you and your many books, pmhatwater.com. We'll be back after the break, and we're going to explore more about these experiences that we have and what we can take forward with them. We'll be back after the break.
1: We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
6: This is for all you girls about 42. hands.
3: You ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner?
7: Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy
3: and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room. A place
7: where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today.
3: It's you never
0: Have you ever walked into a room on a mission to get something and totally forgot what you went in there for? I do it all the time, which makes me feel like a total sieve head as the Brits would say. Some might blame it on old age, but a recent study reported in the Quarterly Journal of Experimental Psychology suggests the simple act of passing through a doorway causes memory lapses. It appears the brain regards a doorway as an event boundary and effectively files away whatever you were thinking about as soon as you step through. What's a word for the feeling your thoughts are being stolen? New kleptia. So, what's the solution? Try carrying an object that reminds you of the task. For example, if you go into another room to get a pair of scissors, carry the object you want to cut. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls
2: about. Hi ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and this is Powered Up Talk Radio. We're visiting with Dr. PMH Atwater, author of 10 books and my favorite near-death expert. Uh, near-death experience expert, I should say. We're also visiting with Fred from New York, who's talking about his unique experiences. Now, Linda, you had a question before we went to commercial break.
3: Yes, well, I must be the virgin here because I believe I'm the only one on this uh, on this show that hasn't had a near-death experience, but, you know, I, I believe it. I know it happens. I'm fascinated by it. Sometimes I'm a little jealous of it. Um, is it possible to have any of these experiences and not have had the The NDE?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Some people call them a spiritual experience. Some people, it's a Kundalini breakthrough. Some people, um, you know, just through everyday life walking around, all of a sudden, oops, something new happens, something new occurs. Okay. Usually they're, they're hand in glove with some kind of prayer life, meditative life or um, if there's been a lot of changes in your life um, many times that will bring on some of these experiences okay um, it, well
3: you know I'm I'm looking at the because I wrote it down before the show brain shift explain what a brain shift is and then it, all of us can have this brain shift if we if we if we believe in it, if we act on it, if we stay centered, if we enjoy our lives. I mean, you, you explain it. I'm just rambling on. <laughs>
4: uh, when we're talking about brain shift, that's my theory. Um, and I've written a lot about that yes. theory. That it is my belief that there are certain changes that occur in the brain organ that enable, then, the mind to function in, di- in different or larger or more expansive ways. Um, and so I've listed, certainly in the book, uh, a lot of what these are, what I've noticed. Um, certainly it's the after-effects of near-death experiences, but even going further than that, when they become deeper, when they become more intense, uh, but basically it's the idea that that you you've shifted, you've made a big shift, and there's lots of different ways of doing that. But you've made this big shift, and um, and of course the after effects tell us more about that and, um, you know, more about what kind of shift you've made. But let me talk about some of the physical physical ones, because I'm really, really interested in those, certainly as a researcher, but also as as an experiencer and as one who wants to pass the information on. Uh, And that is, number one, uh, a structural change in the brain, in other words, brain structures, uh, changes, uh, uh, brain, um, uh, brain structure and function changes, there are changes in the nervous system, there are changes in the digestive system, there are changes in skin sensitivity, you become more sensitive to a whole lot of things, electrical sensitivity, um, taste, touch. Texture, smell, certainly sound. Um, It's almost as if um, you become another person in a way. It's almost as if you've made a shift to the point that you're really starting to operate differently. Now, this can be confusing for a lot of people. This can be frightening for some people. Um, uh, For other people, it's, it's sort of like sailing a wave. They enjoy it thoroughly, and, you know, it's what they wanted to do. But let me say that um, to all of your listening audiences, the book Future Memory is not like any other book. It has a special format. Um, the voice like none other, which spoke to me in my third near-death experience, is the is one or or, or or that that power, that source that showed me how to do future memory. Every sentence, every paragraph, every page is part of the math I used to calculate the format. The format of future memory is a labyrinth. It's not a book. It's a labyrinth. You read through it like you walk through a site labyrinth. And the purpose of the book is to change your consciousness. So just by reading the book, it takes you up to the, the next highest level of, of consciousness possible for you. And so it has that special um, format, just like a manual for developing humans has a special format. That was the third book I was told to write in my third near-death experience. It has a fifth-dimensional format rather than a linear one. Is divided into six part, uh, six sections, but each section um, ha- has three parts: conscious, subconscious, superconscious. So you're getting the full package of all aspects at once. You know, in the fifth dimension, all is revealed. Intention rules. Uh-huh. So it- it's that same way with the manual, and it contains all the basics in it for. for um, how to be a full, yeah, full holistic, all of you, I mean, a full human being, all that you can be, all that you were born to be, is in that manual. And, you know, so, so many of us just, you know, we forget or we're never told what it is to be a human being. For instance, <laughs> yeah, how many people know that... that Six weeks before your birthday, every year, is the weakest you will ever be. Six weeks after your birthday, every year, is, is the most powerful you will ever be. Six months from your birthday, every year, is when you have most uh, or certainly a lot of the major challenges in your life. This is all because you're wearing a body in the earth plane. It has wow. nothing to do with your attitude.
3: I'm 6 weeks before my birthday. Um, so I'm at my weakest.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> here's hoping. <laughs> you get through your birthday. You're going to get stronger. Yeah, and, and and you know other other little, little things like that. Like everything you see at eye level in every room of your home or your apartment, wherever it is that you're living, that's what you're praying for.
3: Wow, yeah.
4: So oh, well. go back in your home and look at what you're praying for, and and the manual is full of this. A manual for developing humans: how to bend time, how to handle money, sex. Everything is in there. All
3: right. But as I've got it sitting human. beside me. <laughs>
4: Well, and
2: Dr. Atwater, I'm glad that you explained that, because when I got the copy of your book, I really didn't understand it at first. It was like, well, this is, when you flip through it, you think, well, this is like everything but the kitchen sink book. That's Because right. it felt like so much, but now that you've identified the sections and, and put it together in a way that I can understand it, it makes a lot more sense, because I'm used to reading your books, which are
4: all very linear. Yes, and this one's not. It, it no, is based on no. curves and circles. So you're seeing the whatever subject, you're seeing it from, what would we say, intellect, intuition, and knowing. You're getting all aspects of it, which enables you then to... Um, uh, to arrange your life in such a way, to know more about yourself in such a manner that uh, that y- you're all that you can be.
3: Wow. Well, then I would say every human being on the planet has got to to get this book and read right. it, and and especially now because the, the because the the world is the just not My our. Dear. I mean, the whole world is going through such chaos and fear and anguish right now
4: that nothing I mean, like we, we what's coming.
3: I, I I feel it too. I mean, I I don't know exactly United what's coming. States,
4: the United States will undergo it, a Pluto return. You know, at, uh, speaking yeah. astrologically, yeah. It, um, it's Pluto return in 2022. Now, a Pluto return does never happens to an adult uh, because the orbit is, or a human being because the orbit is like. 244 245 years human beings don't live that long but it can get it can happen to countries and it means extreme extremes extreme good extreme not so good
7: mm.
4: so we're we're coming toward that time in our history we have never faced before as a country we could lose our country we could gain our country we could finally become the country we always had wanted the United States to be yeah. what the United States was born to be. But, you know, um, um, the but it goal, depends on uh, the people, right? It depends on each know, one well, of us to make a it manual happen. For de- a manual for developing humans will help you get through this without fear, yeah. without being spooked, because yeah. if you know yourself, that, that's the greatest, grandest um injunction all of us have know yourself be yourself love yourself it it all begins there Mm -hmm. and if you know yourself you're going to be able to handle whatever happens you're going to know or you're going to be guided or you can handle it
3: yeah fred says that to me all the time and he knows so that's, yeah. I mean, we can go back to Fred after the, after the break, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. And if you're not, if you're, if you don't, if you don't know yourself and if you're not ready for it, I think a lot of that, people are going to check. That's out.
4: why the manual is so important. It is time. It yeah. is time for that manual to be out here. Yes. I didn't name it. I, not in a million years would I have known how to do the format in that book. And and the thought-form drawings, the book is full of thought-form drawings. Mm -hmm. It it takes you into the fullness of who you are and enables you to develop that and bring it out and fill your life with it because, after all, that's who you are. So a manual for developing humans, my dear, I'm on an absolute crusade to get that across our country, to get that across our world.
1: We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
7: Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, All quilters, just like you, call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything.
0: Have you ever wondered where the terms used in computer speak originated? The word cookie, that packet of information that travels between a browser and web server, is named after the fortune cookie, a cookie with an embedded message. Rebooting the computer is literally pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. The name Google was originally coined in 1938 by Milton Sirota, nephew of mathematician Edward Kasner, during a discussion of large numbers. Uh, Google is the number one followed by 100 zeros. The word Yahoo was originally invented by Jonathan Swift and used in his book, Gulliver's Travels. It's a derogatory term for a person who is repulsive in appearance. Yahoo founders Jerry Yang and David Filo selected the name because they considered themselves Yahoo's. It's words and and words. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
2: Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and we're visiting today with Fred and Dr. PMH Atwater. And one of the things, I have a question for you, uh, Dr. Atwater. I start getting confused because we have so many terms. We have premonition. We have... Future memory. We have deja vu. Are
4: they all the same thing? And how do we discern?
2: They they
4: differ. They differ a little little bit. Um, Clairvoyance certainly is visuals. Um, Clairaudience is sound. Um, Deja vu is things that have happened in the past. Uh, Maybe even in a past life that suddenly we, we just know. The difference with future memory is that it it's all the senses totally. So it's not just what you hear, it's not just what you see, but it's all of all of it. And and it's not in the past. It's right now. So um, it's happening to us right this moment. And um if we choose to somehow walk away from it forget about it talk ourselves out of it then it comes right back but it's um, it's it's fully sensory um, in- integrated so that's how it's different and Fred I'm gonna
2: go to you because I I have an experienced future memory that I know of. I just get, like, postcard flashes, but they're silent. Um, they're not that full, all senses, totally. But, Fred, you have had different experiences than I have. Go ahead.
5: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even know, you know, where to start. Like, when I was in that condo, that's a future memory. Or... Like, this, just this week, it was, what's today? Today's uh, okay. Tuesday, or maybe it was a few days ago, I had a dream that I was playing solitaire on the computer, but it was me in my chair, in my dining room, on my computer, and I never play solitaire. But the next day, I'm at a client's uptown in the afternoon, and we went to reschedule next appointment, and she has solitaire on the computer up and she and she saw me look at it and I said, "Oh, how funny that that's the play that I just had a dream <laughs> you're getting about future that." Memory this
4: one this one right morning, and yeah. But, and but, she but you said, see, Stop. that that's part of the after effects of a near death experience, and that's what you had. So, um, so you're being very natural and normal to what you went through, and and this is uh, this is my mission is to help people realize that um, this is not psychic phenomena. The word psychic means soul. So these aren't psychic abilities, they're soul, ab- soul abilities. And and among the things I'm showing, and especially in the manual, a manual for developing humans, is that all of this we were born with. Most of us were born with it or we can certainly develop it. And we were trained out of it, either in our families or in school or in business. The arc of life tells us um, how we need to behave in our particular culture, in our particular community, our particular area, <clears throat> um, space in the world, <clears throat> and, and, and what, what our own body, what our own mind is showing us. That there's really more to the picture, and there's more to you, there's more to your body, there's more to your life. And by by being able to embrace this in a, in a thankful but healthy way, then then we come to the a point where life is so much easier to live. Um, and uh, for me, to be able to present this in a way where the average person can look this up, read my books, um, get on my YouTube's—I have a whole YouTube library—and a- and and come to to um, get over the hump of fear, and get over the hump of feeling that you're insane because you're not. Um, get over these negative humps and realized that that this is part of our survival bag, if you will, or our survival abilities that were given to us at at birth. Um, um, It's only recently, or well, I can't say recently, only within maybe the last hundred years that we pointed a finger at this stuff, since the industrial revolution and said no this is not part of us no th- th- this is crazy when in fact this is what's sane and and this is what's normal and this this is this is our soul so so we're having things that shake us up things like near death experiences for instance um, and there's more and more people having these, children and adults. Um, so we're we're almost being forced to reconsider what we thought was normal, and and we're beginning to see not just in near death experiences. I wanna I wanna broaden this to say that anybody in a meditation program, um, mindfulness, a prayer, if you have a prayer life, if, uh, if you just want to, to be a better person um, involved in, in all of these aspects, in some way uh, being able to shift your life around or certainly shift your attitude and thought around. Then you automatically become actually, um, healthier. That's a, that's a big point. You become healthier. Uh, life becomes much more interesting. Um, and you become more talented, more, more innovative, uh, more creative. Mm -hmm. And life becomes just a lot more fun.
3: Isn't this something like just getting out of your own way and just letting, yeah, just, just letting your soul, if you want to use that word, take take over because and just live in that moment and see what's next and not plan everything out and 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 be think that you
4: have control over your life because you don't. Well, that's what all of these different experiences show us or force us to admit that it shifts our. It, sh- it shifts us around to the point where I realize how I was living before is not the real me. Mm-hmm. How I'm living now, ah, that's the real me. What, uh, Dr. Atwater, what happens to the people that are having this
3: experience um, but are living with people that, refuse to accept it or they're afraid of it? How do did, how did they cope?
4: Well, it's, that's the rough part. So get on my website, you know, okay. www.pmhatwater.com. On the homepage is NDE After Effects. Certainly show that to your family. Uh, show any of the books I've written, especially the big book of near-death experiences, because that's an encyclopedia. Encyclopedia of the Experience Worldwide. Um, and it's all based on fact, what really occurs. So that will enable uh, people around you, relatives, whoever, <clears throat> to realize that this is very real. Yes. But, but I think what, um, what, um, what matters more is that if you feel confident of yourself, and if you feel okay about yourself, then it's not going to criticism is not going to bother you so much, and and you're going to be a, able to handle better the criticisms of others, um, the dislike of others, yeah.
3: um,
4: when other people say you're crazy, and 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 you know this crazy part. If you're seeking assistance, be sure and look for a transpersonal therapist, or a transpersonal psychologist, or a transpersonal psychiatrist. Because these people are trained in the spiritual aspects of other states of consciousness.
3: Now, that's good for people to know, absolutely. Yeah, traditional isn't going to work because they're...
4: (laughs) Yeah, you are going to want someone who's transpersonal, has had transpersonal training.
3: Okay, I'm writing that transpersonal. I think that's important. And I think that the people that that don't buy into this or walk away or tell you that you're crazy, I think you just have to know that they're they're living in fear because I... You know, this is this is not something to be feared. This is something to be embraced.
4: Well, there's so much tru- pr- proof now. Yes. We've got yes. so many cases and so many after-effects um, that, um, you know, w- no one in my field anymore bows or uh, gets st- stuttery because we can now come up with the numbers. We can now come up with the cases. Yeah. We can now come up with those conditions um, that defy this nonsense um, that it's a dying brain, it's anoxia, and on and on and on. There's yes. no way we can now show this, this is simply not true. Well,
3: you were the pioneer, so kudos to you. And you, you know, all the good that's coming to you, you deserve it times a thousand.
4: Well, you're so sweet. Um, say also on my newsletter is my or website is my free monthly newsletter. Okay, well, so sign up for my newsletter. We're Get going in to the do archive. that.
5: Yeah. Get
4: in the archive and read the last three issues because, yeah. um. Science has come up with stuff that is really challenging uh, Harry Potter. Uh, (laughs) They've come up with time crystals. There is such a thing as time
3: crystals. Oh, Dr. Atwater, we're going to have to have you back on the show. There is just so much. As I said, we could talk to you for 100 hours and and just it would be the tip of the iceberg. So, I mean, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. I mean, Sandra, I mean, she's the best. You
2: are the best. We'll we'll be back again next week with more from Powered Up Talk Radio. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Dr. Atwater. And, And go out and get her books. Read every single one of them. I promise they will change your life.
1: We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and promise-